I'm thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. I'm no expert on the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, this series is for me. But I hope it helps you. I hope it helps both of us be better followers of Jesus and live intentionally for Him every day. I'm not satisfied with my experience of Jesus. Satisfied might not be the right word. I long for more of God. The more I learn about God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I realize there is more to the God of the Bible, and I want more. I want to know Him more. I want to experience all that following Jesus has to offer. I want to see the Spirit of God continue the kingdom movement, and I want to be on the front lines. I want more of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? What is the Holy Spirit? Is He God? Is He Jesus? What does He do? How people have answered these questions and taught about the Holy Spirit has caused confusion, controversy, and division. Because of the confusion, controversy, and division, some of us don't talk about the Holy Spirit enough. Some talk about the Holy Spirit too much. I come from the group that doesn't talk about the Holy Spirit enough. We like the order side of the Holy Spirit, but not the emotional side. I've had friends that question my salvation because I haven't received the second baptism. Some friends say that because I've not spoken in tongues that I'm missing out. So to prep for this series, I've studied scripture, read systematic theology books, I've read some more charismatic writings, some more Baptist books, I've read some classics, I've read some contemporary stuff to try to help me get a better understanding of the Holy Spirit, what He does, and how I can get more of the Holy Spirit. Some of you will be disappointed because I say too much about the Holy Spirit. Others will think, Jeff doesn't have a clue and is missing out. It is my prayer that these next three episodes help us have a better understanding of of the Holy Spirit, what He does, and how we can experience Him. In this episode, we'll look at who the Holy Spirit is. Because we can't cover every aspect of the Holy Spirit, here are some things that we'll assume. I have found these aspects of the Holy Spirit in more charismatic sources. Charismatic's not a bad term. And I have found them in some more cautious sources. The Holy Spirit is a person. Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as a He. The Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is eternal. The Holy Spirit knows all. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. The Holy Spirit is all-powerful. The Holy Spirit is distinct from the other people in the Trinity. He lives in perfect harmony with the Father and the Son. The Holy Spirit is how God the Father engages the world today to continue the work of Jesus. Let's see what we can learn about the Holy Spirit from the pages of Scripture. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit is active. The the Hebrew word ruach can be translated spirit or breath. It has the idea of air in motion. Also, there, there's this sense of energy for life. 
Not like Star Wars, The Force, but maybe kind of. The Spirit of Life, the Spirit of God enables life. Let's look at the creation narrative. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 2 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, was present and active in creation. When I think about creation, I think about things coming to life in the order and the boundaries that God gave to the created world. The Spirit gives life and brings order. We see another example of the Spirit of God giving life in Ezekiel, chapter 37, the valley of dry bones. In the Spirit of the Lord, Ezekiel prophesied over the dead dry bones, and the Ruach, the Spirit, brought the bones to life. Then God speaks to Ezekiel and says, And I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. And I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it, declares the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 14. God put his spirit into us to give us life. Other scriptures to check out are Psalm 104, verse 30, and Job chapter 34, verses 14 and 15. Also in the Old Testament, we see the Spirit of God gives gifts. In Numbers 37, we see that the Spirit of God gives Joshua the gift of leadership. In Judges, we see how the Holy Spirit helps the the judges, Othniel, Gideon, Jephthah, and Samson, deliver Israel from their oppressors. In 1 Samuel 16, verse 13, the Spirit came upon David so that David could fulfill his calling. The Holy Spirit equipped David with skills so he could be king. There are other examples in the Old Testament where the Spirit gives life so that people can fulfill their purpose. But then the Spirit of God disappears for 400 years before the New Testament begins. We see the Holy Spirit all over the pages of the New Testament. The birth of Jesus, Luke chapter 1, verse 35 The Holy Spirit will come upon Mary, and she conceived. The Holy Spirit is present at Jesus' birth. The Holy Spirit is also present at Jesus' baptism, which serves as the commissioning to his public ministry. In John chapters 13 and 16, Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit. He uses the term paraclete. This is best translated as the one called alongside. The Holy Spirit is one who is called to one's aid or defense, one that comforts and strengthens. This is what the Holy Spirit does. That is why Jesus says to have the Holy Spirit is better than having him. John chapter 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go... I will send him to you. In the book of Acts, we see the presence of the Holy Spirit working in the early church. The Holy Spirit comes on the early church to empower it to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. The early church, filled with the Spirit, reached the world with the good news. The early church, empowered by the Holy Spirit, changed the world. 
from the pages of Scripture, we see that the Holy Spirit gives and sustains life. He lives inside of us to help us live for Christ and to witness to the world we live in. My prayer for this series is found in John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you to help you. In the next episode, we'll look at how he helps us. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.